Greetings, bandits, and welcome to PBP, the Pixel Bandits podcast. You are with me, Arna Danks, PBSF, and I am joined by PBSF Pendragon and PBSF Chaotical. Um, say hello, boys. Good morrow, fellows. Good morrow. Oh, I see that we are we are becoming more chipper as the year goes on. It was warm this weekend, so perhaps that's what's brought it out. Yeah, that's it. It's the springtime, it has... summertime, bringing out the gentlemen. Well, let's pretend we've been outside this weekend. I went um, swimming. I, 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 you know, I, went, I went outside. You went about. I was gonna, I was I was playing it cool and trying to be like a, someone who games loads, but actually I've I've been outside like quite a lot today. Really, I did, I did some DIY yesterday. So yeah. Welcome I, to PBP, I... the Pixel Bandits Outdoors <laughs> podcast. Well, no, um, I went swimming. I, I properly knackered myself out, and then I spent most of the night upstairs in bed with a with a nice hot water bottle, a glass of Iron Brew, and my gaming tab. So I was playing my Xbox from the bed, which was lovely. Regretting going outside. Absolutely, I hurt so much. I don't. I... The, the visuals are lovely, but the grind sucks. Yeah, it's got the feed. The feedback kit hurts. Yeah, really, this is, really this is the same thing I was finding about DIY. I mean, it's it's fulfilling, you know. What I mean, it's good when you're finished, but Jesus Christ, it is fulfilling. It's fulfilling <sighs> for sanding, for sorting. fulfilling for sanding, for painting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our anyway. new dad's dad, dad joke segment, um, led by John. Pixel right, Bandit's dad cast. I mean, that counts. Me and Rick out. You're on your own, John. Yeah. I've got enough puns to fill the hour. Do not fret. <laughs> you know what? That, that I, I, I'm not even surprised. And before we fall deep down this hole of tangent into Tangent Town, I'm going to take us directly to the news. Rockstar Games have announced that they are working on next-generation games, but will be doing so without veteran Geronimo Barrera, who has worked on every Rockstar release in the last 20 years. The Dice Gaming Awards held its 22nd awards ceremony on the 13th of this month, and God of War has mopped up nine awards. Stay tuned for a rundown of the results later in the news. Bioware claimed they are definitely not done with Mass Effect. Despite recording record profits, Activision Blizzard lays off hundreds of staff members. Red Dead Redemption 2 Online is to get new content later this month, including systems to reduce griefing. The Division 2 Open Beta confirmed it will be available on all platforms March the 1st to the 4th inclusive. Sony Interactive Entertainment announced new head of its gaming division for the new fiscal year. And finally, Roblox have lifted their ban on PewDiePie after a social media backlash. I didn't realise it was pronounced PewDiePie. I've always been like, I'm not saying that out loud. It's a stupid name. I think it's PewDiePie, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I don't PewDiePie. know. It is. I've just, I've, I've never it's... even watched him. I just, I've seen like little things about him on the internet, and I've just decided that I don't like him. Yeah, he's probably he's a bit, really nice. He's a bit racist. Yeah. I've seen, I've heard that too. Or anti-Semitic as well, or both. I'm not sure. Well, well what was banned for? I don't know what he was banned for, and it's mainly because I just, I just, he matters okay. not one bit to me. Yeah. And I know he's an avid listener, and I'm sorry to say that to an avid listener. Well, he was. Yeah. <laughs> he's, this is the point where he's just pressed off. Yeah. Moved on yeah. to... Probably can start listening to John's dad joke podcast, because John hasn't slagged him off. Um, yeah. Still time. There's still time. All right, well, that was the news. We did that. 
Um, so what have you guys been playing this week? What's the local gaming news? John, what's going on? I have been playing a bit less because if you're following our social media, you'll know that my Valentine's Day present from my beautiful darling wife was a Elgato Stream Deck. Um, so I've spent... It's pretty much... If you've, if you've ever played The Elder Scrolls or Fallout or any of those, you'll pretty much know what I've been doing because I've not been doing anything constructive with it. So far, I've been planning what I'm going to customize it with. And I've done the very start of the customization. Um, so uh, apart from that, really, I've jumped on some Jurassic World Evolution. Um, and also, uh, we've been playing a, a little Hyper Jam, which has been interesting. And I think we can cover that a little bit later. Um, but that's really been it for me this week. Richard, I mean, John's answer for the last few weeks has been Jurassic World Evolution. Have you Sorry. played something different this week? <laughs> I, have I you, have. Are you still playing the same games as last week? Um, I've set myself up for a fail here because I tell you what I've been playing. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 do, I, I was playing Apex, of course, because that you know that's the great big thing at the minute. Um, I, I've also been uh, playing more Ashtonir, uh since we recorded. Ah, yes, you have I've, I've back in. Finally, got back into this properly, and uh, my, myself and uh, uh, Captain Dank Silver have been uh, uh, building our way through. Uh, a couple of little saves, um, but yeah, it's great fun. Loving the the, the new strategies that come through, the the, the the new tools that you can use, um, the new research and development side of things that goes through is is uh, a nice way to have it presented. And there's loads. Now, I was stuff. in party with you earlier, and I did hear him refer to what was going on as horrendous lag. Was that his internet, or is the game not stable at the moment? I, I've not been back in it myself. It has its moments, and I think the the more stuff that goes on. So on his game, uh, he's built up um, what can only be described as a Thunderbird style base, which the rockets launch out the centre of the, the, the top of. Um, and I think it's typical James, and he's, yeah. he's gone big. It's it's what happened. Well, no, the basic the basic premise is if you go up like two floors, uh, you get constant wind power more or less. So you know it's it's useful for power collection. Um, but yeah, I, I do have a feeling it might be causing some frame rate issues when you have two players on. Um, it, it was also that we it wasn't stable this evening. It has been stabler on other days. And I don't know whether that's because it's Sunday night and it's the start of half term or what, but it was just being a bit being a bit laggy. Uh, however, on, on the times that it, it, it has did been you have stable. big issues didn't it it did have big issues oh, in beta with the with anything more than sort of 10 tethers it would rubber band it would, it would start having rubber banding issues if you had loads of tethers oh, on and two people in it were you know it got really really strange um it that's got a lot better in its own right it's now just everything's just running a bit in slow motion so you Wonderful. can still do stuff but it, it's just a bit slower than than, than you expect it to be in um that that could have been something to do with it being peer-to-peer servers um but i did hear that they're talking about bringing in you know user servers anyway so you know you'll be able to have your thing online whilst you're not playing and other people can drop in and uh, carry on working on it or um possibly anyway that was a rumor that i had heard but that could be quite useful uh, but yeah it's great fun. um i'm trying to think if there's anything else that i've played this week you were racing the other day i know that because i, oh, I yeah. sat in a party with you and mal who have this habit of not talking at all while pr- racing so it's I can't wait I, I forget you're there yeah 
it, we're concentrating though you know it's, it's one of those it's it's when it's PCAS 2 and you're in a race and you've got lots of people plus a couple of randoms in there and um, you, you've got to focus and you know it's it's a it's a game that you know See, that's not my quiet. experience with these racing games it's, there's lots of swearing I'm always articulating what's happening because it's happening badly and a lot because I'm dreadful um, as, everyone, as everyone has seen in these instances there are times that that does happen when, when things go completely pear-shaped or in between races but if it's if it's on the nose and you're on the racing line and the race is going good it's it's quiet time uh, you know I, I, I seriously become Kimi Raikkonen I'm surprised I've not Kimi Raikkonen do at any point during those times when you're in the party and have sworn at the person who just shot you in Apex Stop telling me what to do. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, speaking, speaking of Apex, the only game I've played for a week, I've I've not been able to put it down. Every time I've got on, it's just, oh, I'll play a bit of that. And I've decided, I've had won my first game today as well, and it was with randoms. So I've decided that the only reason I've not been winning is you lot. I think that's perfectly yeah, fair. I'm, I'm pretty terrible. <laughs> Uh, to be fair, the closest I've come to winning other than that was with John and James and with you and um, who did we have that game where we nearly won with the other day? Uh, it, I think it was you and John, actually. It was after the podcast, wasn't it? So, yeah, that yeah. was the one where well the circle been, yeah. just kept coming down with us in the yes. middle of it every time. Yeah, that so, was the one. Yeah. So if we're going to look at the stats, technically John's quite good look Quite good look for me. Hey, I've, I've been I've been finishing second and third playing with uh, lots of other people, Steve. So well, I, mean, I throw down play. that we have to have one game before bed. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah, it sounds like, sounds like a plan. I'm, I'm quite glad that Apex got a mention because I don't think we uh, we mentioned it enough last week, so I'm glad it got mentioned this week. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um, and that had its Valentine's Day thing. Did anyone play it during Valentine's Day? I believe no. we're, we we all had prior prior important meetings to go to and were unavailable. Yes. Yes, unfortunately, yeah. yeah my gaming yeah. gaming was curtailed. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to play another game this week. I'm going to try and play something else this week. John, I challenge you to play something else, and I'll play something else. Well, I did play um, Hyperjam, obviously, because we, oh yeah, we have to, so that oh, we can review it. Um, yeah, I've forgotten about that. I played a bit of that as well. Yeah. I have not played mm. that yet. I will get round to it. I promise for next week. I will have follow-up impressions uh, on your initial impressions, which will. Um, well, let's. Let's let's dive into it now. We're on it. Um, it's that's just what 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 are we thinking on it? I've not. You can tell me all about because I've had such a busy week, except for my apexing. Um, what is Hyperjam? What is the deal? What's the goss? Okay, so Hyperjam released on the twelfth uh, for PS4, Xbox, and Steam. It's a fairly simple kind of arena combat. Um, so it's top down. Um, it has kind of 3D elements to the graphics, but it is uh, very much 2D in, in terms of where you're running. Um, so you play as one of four characters uh, in up to four player multiplayer or a single player with bots. There's no real campaign mode or anything. Um, uh, basically weapons spawn on the stage that you're on. You've got to pick them up and try and kill the other people. Um, the floor might open up or, you know, other... Um, uh, not challenges, obstructions and obstacles and things might happen. Uh, but mm -hmm. essentially is just try and kill or hurt or otherwise maim the other people that are in there with you. Pretty much. Yep. So like Gauntlet Legends meets Battle Royale. No, no. Yeah. It, wouldn't as, it wouldn't be as good as that. 
Um, <laughs> Rick, Rick's not Rick, not enjoying it then. Well, I, I, I'll admit, I only played a little bit of it, but from the small amount that I played, a it didn't grab me enough to play more. Um, it's it's a different style of thing to go through for it. You know, it's got that quick little kind of battle feel to it, but in today's sort of level of gaming that's going on, it just didn't have enough to really grab my attention. Um, and maybe playing more and maybe playing with other people and, and playing in a party and just, you know, playing it like that might get some more sort of traction for it. But the, the aim control seemed mm. very simplistic and not very accurate. Um, is it the, a couch co-op game that isn't couch co-op? Is it, is it best, <sighs> is, it, is it best enjoyed with your friends, but your friends aren't actually sat next to you, so it's, doesn't feel the same it is it does have a couch co-op mode um, yeah, which does. is which is quite good um yeah. and you I mean, that, can take that, that couch co-op online as well so mm-hmm. you can have someone with you and okay. uh, i was against um i was in a three i was in a three-way um the other night with uh, with a couple of people who were playing on the sofa together mm. and obviously they were both going for me first so i'm quite impressed with how long i managed to last but of course i did not win because it was basically two on one there um, I mean, on the plus side, it is only like £12.50, so it, it's not a huge outlay. No, of course. Um, it, it's got a wonderful soundtrack, and the visuals that, are decent. Y- yes, that it does have. I will have to say the soundtrack is absolutely freaking awesome. And the soundtrack what is it? Are we talking 80s speed metal or 90s grindcore? No, it, it's... Um, uh, Synthwave. Sort of, yeah. Synthwave oh, is the yes. official definition. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of 80s in there, but very modern kind of um there's a there's a head nod to the 80s i'd say with the music um, and there's a yeah, lot of neon yeah. around the place as well yes there um, is. yeah there's very um oh, what are they called uh gunship yeah 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 um so i mean you can pick up things like rocket launchers and grenade launchers hammers swords uh, bow and arrow, and arrow. Um, um you can't punch think people. of anything can, else oh, oh if you're if you're down and respawning you can also um fire laser bolts from the from the middle yeah, of heaven nice. to attack to attack the enemies that are, uh, are still on the ground that's quite nice um, and when you go to a new stage you get power-ups so it might be that you move faster or your attacks hurt a little bit more or you gain mm. health back and stuff like that um, yeah it does, that it, nice does it does have um <clears throat> it does have some charms it much like rick said it didn't grab me it didn't um it didn't really. It left me wanting a lot more. Yes, um, it's, it sounds. It's out, without playing it. It sounds slightly dated, but like it could be all right. Would be would be my without my review of it without playing it. It's that. I, I wouldn't say dated because it is. The graphics are good. The soundtrack's good. Um, I think the game, the, just the the, 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 the game type format, of game that is. The, yeah, the game format yeah. is last platform. Yeah. It is. It's 360. It's not. It's not Xbox One. It um, is. I mean, it makes me think of you guys might remember one that I think we all quite enjoyed, which was Mr. Shifty. Oh yeah, I liked Mr. Shifty. Um, yeah, because it does have a little bit of Mr. Shifty in it, in that you can do little dashes um, where you kind of disappear and then reappear. Um, I it feels a lot Mr. like that. There's a lot of neon. Great There's mm. that kind of running around and aiming. Um, it's that kind of gameplay, but it's a lot more limited. And it yeah. did. It left. It, it's not bad, but it left me wanting more, much more. Yes. 
Yeah, whereas whereas Mr. Shifty, like you say, it's a, it's a, it's one of the few games that I've finished, actually finished in the last few years. Yeah, um, it was just a good game um, to pick up and play every now and then because yeah. God knows what happens in the story, but it was just it was just good fun. Yeah, um, exactly. So you could sit and play it, and it was it was all well and good. This just if it had a story mode to it, even if it was as simple as the streets of uh, you know streets of rage, yeah, or I'd agree like with that. that. You know, that would be that would be quite fun because it would be a throwback well, to. Do streets not diminish the Streets of Rage narrative. No, no, game. exactly. That's, no, that's what I mean, though. Because it, because Streets of Rage had a narrative, that means you could play it through, and and you can quite happily go back and play it again on you know these retro consoles. Um, oh, I, streets of me and Streets of Rage have got a long, long history of just loving each other. Oh, I love Renegade. Renegade was a big hmm. one for me back in the day. That was cracking. But yeah, I completely agree. A, 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 even a simple storyline single player would yeah, have you progress through a, each a yeah you progress through each fighting stage and have to fight people in this you know some i don't know 80s um 80s cop movie gone rogue starring michael douglas and like sylvester stallone or something like that you know just some kind of weird something like that if, if there was something going on in the story that had that kind of feel to it then it would fit perfectly with the kind of whole throwback to the 80s and all that kind of stuff Right. So, so in summary, Stallone and Michael Douglas in the weirdest buddy cop movie you have ever seen. Yeah, exactly. Like cash. No, that was that was. I wasn't um, Sylvester. That was, that was it was Sylvester Stallone, but it was. Um, that was a dog. Oh, what was he called? What's he called? Yeah, was it Kurt Russell? Kurt Russell. There we go. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah Kurt yeah, Russell sorry. and Sylvester Stallone in Tango and Cash, one of the greatest eighties movies. Um, I don't care what you say. Are you oh, not, no, are you not counting Stallone's hit "Stop or My Mom Will Shoot"? I mean, that was one of the other great hits of the eighties, um, <laughs> and that was fantastic. I mean, just just that the look on his face when he actually says that line, and it's not done. It's like "Stop or My Mom Will Shoot." It's like "Stop or My Mom Will Shoot," and it's it's probably his greatest point of acting. Uh, 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 you know, that, that that one line is that's yeah, his swan song. All his career eyes. really boils down to, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. That and running upstairs. Bit pretty much it. Very good mm. at running upstairs. I mean, yeah, it's very really good. So. Get stuff like, in you know, summary on Hyperjam, though. In summary on Hyperjam, needs we more. say that it's more boosters. If you want, if you're looking for a good game to play, buy Mr. Shifty. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Job done. If you're looking, yeah. if you're looking for a good co-op game, get um, Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage. Yeah. There we go. On a Mega Drive. Or, or... yeah. Yeah, something like that. Who knows? Buy a Mega Drive. You could probably get a Mega Drive, like in I'm a sure shop. It's in the Mega pounds. Drive Classics collection somewhere. Yeah. Um, right. Well, we've covered we've covered Hyperjam, um, and now we'll, uh, we'll we'll jump into this week's conflict zone. Now entering the conflict zone. Enter the noise and the guitars. So, this week's Conflict Zone, and I'm, I'm riffing off what, what Rick gave us last week a little bit here. That's right. The addition me. of which game mode would be the greatest improvement to the FIFA franchise? And I know this this one's a little bit out of left field because I know Rick doesn't play FIFA. So nope. I'm not setting John up for a win. I'm merely asking Rick to jump out of his comfort zone. You're definitely not giving me a win. I, I haven't been able to think of much here. In fact, I'm still <sighs> thinking now. And you See, had if you just keep of, talking, you had the copy of like filling in there for review. Um, so I, I'm out of the loop for FIFA by a couple of years. Yeah, keep going. So they no, haven't added any game great. modes you're, to you're FIFA. Now, so why why don't you go? First? Okay, so I mean, if it was going to be the addition to the game mode, 
I mean, I know there's there's football in there, and they've they've added some kind of RPG element to it as well, so you can you know kind of like done with Madden and stuff, so you can play your player through. Look, I'm being um, liberal with your answers here. You could, with your with my acceptance of your answers, if if you want to add, you know, rocket propel grenade deathmatch. I was literally. I, I won't I sniff. I mean, um, to, to be to be fair, I, if we're going for the craziest, if we're going to go and riff off, kind of, let's let's follow the current trend then. So uh, FIFA would be best improved by putting down a battle royale mode, but you're not not not, not but not with guns, not with guns where you're trying to kill each other. I mean, you know, tackles are tackles are on. There's there's no fouls or anything like that, so it can be as as rough a game as you like. But, I think so. You have to play like Vinnie Jones. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, every player on your team is basically Vinnie Jones. The um, description of what I think you're talking about was actually in, and I've got it up on the shelves behind me. Uh, the FIFA 97 Road to the World, no FIFA 98 Road to the World Cup right. um, manual, oh. because they had a specific button which was L1 for mm. a professional tackle or a professional yep. tackle, yeah, um, yeah, where yeah. you. Yeah. Basically, try to put your foot through somebody else's knee. Yeah, exactly. I think it was International Superstar Soccer '98. Also had an option where you on, on the Nintendo 64, mm. where you, if you pressed, if you pressed both shoulder buttons at the same time, you would fall. You would dive. Yeah. No, you would dive. Oh, okay, but the, no, I'm not saying that it would be the case of you would be diving or anything like that. You're still playing football. However, the big difference here, and this is really where it gets his own idea is actually like the battle royale format you've got a hundred teams so each one's controlled by a different player you have a hundred teams how big is the pitch it's it's slightly larger than usual you know um (laughs) couple of feet you know a few meters here and there uh i'm I'm, i just come up with the ideas other people can work out the technicalities later um, this is just a thing. It's like you're, you're uh, coming up with elite space later the week. You know, just, <laughs> yeah, just exactly. I'm just riffing. I'm just totally riffing. So yeah, it would be a hundred teams on the the pitch, as it were. There'd be a hundred goals, of course, because every every team has to have a goal. Um, and yeah, it would just be about the the team scoring the most goals uh, by the end of uh, end of what's going through, or last team standing after you know everybody's gone down from like fractured. Achilles tendons and things, or whatever football they get. Broken metatarsals. Yeah, there we go. So there's three buttons: there's pass, shoot, and tackle. Uh, that's pass, it. shoot, head, and 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 murder. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you've not done badly there. I can't I say. I can't say. I would, I'd refuse to play that. That's that's where I am now. I wouldn't refuse. Definitely try. John, over to you. Okay, so I have been thinking about this for some time. Um, ever since, ever since we, ever uh, since I started talking, you mean? Ever since we found out what the question would be for this week's conflict zone, uh, I haven't stopped planning since then. Um, I'm not going to tell you when that. Well, was. There was that minute you changed your stream deck buttons. <laughs> oh, there was that. There yeah. was, yeah. And I'm using that right now. Um, but I, I think I, I think I've got an okay one, and that is Rumble mode, similar to uh, Rocket League, where you could pick up different maybe slightly crazy weapons uh, or other other power-ups like bottles of car oil that you could squirt on the pitch to make your opponents fall over or uh, you know boxing gloves and things that you could use to just lamp somebody right in the noggin uh, to get the ball off them um, obviously they'd be 
much like they are in in Rocket League, they'd kind of be timed, so you don't have them all the time. You get random ones every now and then. Um, this I has got think, legs. I think a rumble mode, much like Rocket League, would would actually do uh, a lot. I don't think we'll ever see it because obviously FIFA. Most I, I know they had a big head mode here and there back in the day, but um, I, don't, I don't think we'd ever see it, unfortunately, because I think they want it to be. They fear change, don't they? This is the problem. I'm not a big fan of change, more, either, more, but I more would. More so than Call of Duty. Oh, at least Call of Duty has brought in new game modes in the last, like, 20 years. That's true. Yeah, let's let's not go down the Call of Duty road again, otherwise we'll hey, be hey, come on. I, I just thought I'd give We've it a little bit of We've got a swear button on that machine now. I, thought, I, I do think, actually yeah. have a swear button on this machine. I, I just thought we should be down the Call of Duty session, see? No, it was a bit of fairness, that was all. Okay. Just to, you know, play both sides, as it were. Well... I actually actually am pleasantly surprised with the outcome of this question because I think John's idea is really good. But only because I envisage it's like a, a complete crossover. Between, maybe less Rocket League, but more Super Smash Brothers meets Mario Kart meets FIFA. Oh no, so, no, no, no. I've been playing Mario going, Kart if recently. If it's going to if it's going to be like if it's going to be like Rocket League, you've gotta have everybody be able to do aerials, which means you're just gonna have them all farting. Cold no, I fire. think one of one of the one of the power ups would have to be a jetpack. I think that's yeah. I think that's fair. Mm. The other yeah. one is definitely like a power up where you're playing against really big you've got or really small. On your boots, you've got oil slicks, you've got a jetpack, you've got a boxing glove, you've yeah, got players a get bigger and smaller. So other players with and and trip them up. Um, Maybe we need to make this game. Uh, we'll add it to our upcoming library. Yeah. I think it would be a good shout. That's worth uh, yeah. Yeah, so basically, Rick, I think I, I like John's idea a lot, and yours was well, well, very well delivered, with great explanations, and you thought about the extra meter here or there on the pit of the pitch size. I think, I think, I think John's won this one. I do. Two in a row. Yeah, he has. Yeah, he has. There he is. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, two in a row. You know, Two in a row. You, you, yeah. you called it earlier, and it was. I, I was did. Like, nah, I, it's did. I was like that. Yeah, yeah I did call it. Yeah. God damn it! Right, that's anyway. the time to sell the uh, sell the holes in his jeans from the last time he slid across the carpet because <laughs> celebrating. It's the last hard one. I need to get some installed, but I have got yeah. shiny garments on today, so it's uh, all good. F- f- that, that, oh. If only FIFA was that much fun, and it's just not anymore. That's nope. that's the problem. I did enjoy it. I did review it, and I did actually enjoy it because I had had a year off of playing FIFA, and I did enjoy the experience. But it didn't keep me for long because there wasn't enough new stuff. And they've kind of tried with the. It wasn't a battle royale mode. That's what it was missing. It's not a battle royale mode. Exactly. Fail. Um, they have done a similar. I think like a, the most FIFA way they could have done what John has just described is that, and I suppose a bit of what you've described is that they have a mode where you can select the rules of the match that you can choose to have no referee if you want you can choose that you can only score you only get extra points for you can only get a goal for scoring outside of the area or stuff like that and I, I mean it's having great didn't do it once and yeah mainly because it was no boxing of option there it is but I think they tried but, but basically what well, it sounds like they had a good idea but they didn't consult John Map and what they should do with it they just sort of said everybody knows uh, that's what you should do consult John Map. right that was that's this, that was this week's gaming zone Gaming zone conflict zone. Eh? 
but let's uh, let's go back to the news then and review review what what's actually break down those stories, get into them, and see what we know because there's some big, not a lot of news this week, but some big things have happened. Um, we'll start off with the biggest one, the Dice Gaming Awards. Twenty um, second is twenty second year dominated by God of War, John. What what yeah. what, what what did God of War pick up? Uh, so God of War managed to get uh, it got game of the year for a start. It got outstanding achievement in game direction. It got outstanding achievement in game design. Um, it got let me have a look through here because they're not in God of War order. They're just in other order. I've made a minefield. I apologise. Outstanding achievement in character. Uh, yeah, if you if you say it, then and, absolutely. And, I'm, I'm highlighting and, them as I go down them. I agree and with our you. Direction. Uh, adventure uh, game um, of the year it got as well. Um, yeah. There have been quite a few, but if if we go through them, uh, go through them in in a more relative order rather than a God of War order. Um, as well, we've had uh, Florence winning the portable game of the year. Um, Celeste got outstanding achievement for an independent game. Immersive reality game of the year, definitely, definitely earned by Beat Saber. And uh, immersive reality technical achievement was uh, Tonandi. Um, outstanding achievement in online gameplay, I think, will probably be slightly controversial. Uh, Fortnite got that one. Uh, strategy and simulation game of the year was Into the Breach. Sports game of the year was Mario Tennis Aces. Uh, role-playing game of the year was Monster Hunter World somehow, not a clue how. Uh, racing game of the year, back on track, was Forza Horizon 4. Fighting game, again, probably quite well earned. Uh, there wasn't a great deal else kind of to rival. It was Super Smash Brothers. Uh, family game of the year, Unravel 2. Adventure game of the year was God of War. Action game of the year, Celeste again. Uh, outstanding technical achievement was Red Dead Redemption 2. Outstanding achievement in story was God of War. Uh, in game, uh, sorry, in sound design was God of War. Um, original music composition was God of War. A character, outstanding achievement in character was Kratos in God of War. And in art direction, outstanding achievement for God of War. Uh, lastly, though, the outstanding achievement in animation was not God of War. Uh, it was Marvel's Spider-Man. So it wasn't all God of War. There were some other bits in there. Um, but it was uh, a very, very, very heavy hitter in this, the 22nd year for the, uh, the Dice Game Awards. Any notable ones there for yourselves, lads? I haven't played Celeste. I feel like I should because it came up twice. Uh, uh, something tells me we should be playing more God of War as well. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Sony yeah. Tennis is always good. Yeah, I've had a little dabble on um, Spider-Man. Really, was it really the game of the year, though? Because I really enjoyed Formula One 2018. I thought Formula One was brilliant. What about it, Tour de France 2019? Yeah, uh, 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 moving on. You, you went through that one, didn't you, Rick? What, no, we went through, we went through, no, we went through 18, not 19. We didn't get, oh, 19. Didn't get, oh. we didn't get 19 this year. Um, no, to be fair, though, I mean, if you're looking at stuff from this year... As racing games go, I'd probably still go TT. And it did rank higher in ours than yeah. Forza Horizon did. So. Yeah, you know, Forza, Forza Horizon 4 is is good, but um, it, it's it's no PCARS 2. Um, the, I still find Forza has gone far too arcadey with its controls. 
it's it's more need for speedy in the Forza Horizon than it has ever been before, um, and and it it didn't feel like so like it's a bad thing. No, it's the, no, only, not it's at the all. only racing game I've been, car racing game I've enjoyed in years. No, of course I, I'm, <laughs> I'm I, I I have to say I'm more the racing simulator kind you of are, driver than than um, arcadey. I used to like uh, Need for Speed and stuff like that, but you know I used to be mad for. Um, Gran Turismo when I had a PlayStation 2 uh, always liked um, I mean Forza the, the last Forza that I think was really kind of close to the edge was Forza 3 uh, because that was still very simmy um, but since it's coming through it's like you know 4 wasn't too bad 5 kind of took the biscuit a little bit um, and yeah I just think that especially with the Horizon titles it's made to be more you ride around on open roads you know it's it's not designed as track racing it's designed as drifting around corners and earning points yeah when, yeah. when you know that Mario Kart is my idea my ideal driving game it says speaks volumes no but Mario Kart's a great game to play but then yeah, that's designed you're meant to be sliding around you're meant to be shooting you know things at each other I did think that's what Forza Horizon 4 was missing, though, was sort of green shells and red shells. That's what it needed. Mm. I have a feeling that Steve's next conflict zone is going to be, what game mode would you add to Forza Horizon in order to... <laughs> <laughs> be, be the same answer, Battle Royale. Oh, yeah. You know what? I'm, You're going to play that answer so you win, aren't you, Rick? I'm, I'm going to stick yep. with my Rumble mode as well, because I think that's <laughs> pretty strong. If he likes Mario Kart, I reckon that's a winner. I mean, I do think that Mario Kart is already what you get if you if you um, took Forza Horizons and added Rumble Mode. But well, I mean, yeah, pretty much. I mean, and uh, right, let's let's, let's move on. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. So, um, Bioware definitely not done with Mass Effect. Yes, um, Mark uh, Dara, the executive producer for Anthem and the Dragon Age series, told Polygon that Bioware is definitely not done with Mass Effect. He said the Mass Effect universe is ripe with storytelling opportunities. Uh, we could pull on the threads we put down with Andromeda, we could pull on the threads from Mass Effect 3. There's a lot of interesting space to be explored, uh, he said. And um, Bioware producer Michael Gamble weighed in on Twitter saying Bioware is, of course, not finished making more Mass Effect games, which is all good news, as long as they can make good Great Mass news. Effect games. You know, I mean, have um, you played Andromeda, Rick? I don't know if yes. you played it. Yeah, I, I have. I, I didn't, it, again, it didn't grab me as much, and I should probably go back and play it more at some point. But other games came out that, that, since then that grabbed my attention. I further. really liked it. It's just yeah, see, it's had to play, but I really liked Andromeda, and I was playing before all of the kind of day one patches and things. Mm. Admittedly, the visuals were a bit shaky here and there, but it was brilliant, even kind of on slightly before release. It was amazing. Yeah, no. I was. think a lot of the shade came from the from places where the light casting shade. Sorry, I'm, I'm going for youthful lingo, but it's it's like people like you yeah, people like your give IGNs. Us, the they tea, were just Steve. giving the tea. The tea. People at IGN were just like slating it because of a mm. few graphical glitches, and people love that sort of thing. They love it. Yeah, no, I mean, I've, I've, and I, I played it. And apart anything. from that woman that had ridiculous makeup. What's mm. her name? Like, you made really early, and she's just like really garishly coloured. That was the only thing I thought, hang on, that's a bit odd. And apart from that, it was visually quite good. Um, yeah, it played I, I, nicely. The combat was fluid. You couldn't slow down combat anymore like you could before, but 
it it works quite nicely. I just mm. I think I did I didn't give it enough time because I didn't have enough time. No, I'll agree with I'll that. Like one. To go back. I, I, I would like to go back to it. What I did play of it was fun. Uh, the uh, online multiplayer was more fun. I played more of that than I did through the storyline because as soon as that came online, I was, I was playing through on those. Um, but yeah, I should probably go back and give it an, another go at some point. I just have to re-download it kind of thing. So basically, um, we'd like to see more from Bioware on this. I, to be fair, let's hope they make I, a shed of money on Anthem, so they've got they spend it on that. I mean, there is there is that. It, it would only have it would have to be something that continued on from uh, continued the Mass Effect story on from like Mass Effect Three. Or I, yeah, it's sort of a prom- the promise know. to never revisit Shepard. I could let them backpedal on that. Yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting to see if they could go back to it, or if it was something that occurred like after Shepard, but within that similar realm. So, you know. It was the but same stuff. Have you ever read any of the books? The no. book there's like the there's a trilogy of books set mm-hmm. in um, Captain Anderson's t- story before when he's like a young officer, and yeah. that would make that could make a good game. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, I mean, whatever they we digress for, a little bit. Yeah, we, we do digress a little bit, but yes. So, so more to come from Mass Effect in the future. Uh, they aren't done with it yet. So uh, segueing with from that with the, the future. Um, Rockstar saying they're going to make next generation games, um, but they're getting rid of um, a, a lot. Well, they're not getting rid of the, a long-standing member of the team, uh, Geronimo Barrera. Barrera is leaving. He has been with them for 20 years. He's worked on all of their games. He is um, he has had an exit interview of sorts with Variety and said that he has left. He's, well, he left in December, and he le- he left saying that it was a natural progression for him. Uh, to step away at that point and he's uh, in, in his role of vice president of the product development he said that he was in charge of steering the ship in the right direction Con- he had contributed in every effort that saw rockstar studios around the world come together to work together on single player games uh, instead of um instead, instead of those studios doing their own things he very much made all those studios work together and that i mean that was apparent with rockstar it wasn't there's different studios producing one game at, at a time ever um, but the results are astounding because every game they've bring out is just outrageously good. Um, for what he'll do next, he said that he has spoken about the video game industry in the midst of a new game where technology is advancing. It's a rapid clip. And he said if he stayed at Rockstar, it, he would have just been making another GTA and another Red Dead Redemption and less, getting less involved in some of the other exciting stuff going on around. Um, it's kind of an ambiguous statement, but... Well, I mean, it's, it's it is ambiguous, but it also says that he 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 now firmly believes that you know Rockstar's money making duo of GTA and Red Dead, releasing one of them every five years or whatever it is, um, is what they're going to stick and do. And he um, wants to do something gonna, different, yeah, doesn't he? They're going to they're going to heavily invest into those kind of things, and you know, fair play to them. They're the ones that made them the money, and they're the one the, the games that their fans want to play. As long I mean, as they GTA keep five being, in the top ten for yeah three years, wasn't it? It was ridiculous. Five, five years or something like was that. It the it's, whole time, yeah, some, just... something like that. It's it's been up there, up and down, but it's it's dropped in and out of the top ten for, through various different phases. But usually, when they release stuff, there's people that um, have played the first bit to death and then have got rid of the game, and then everybody's telling them how cool it is to so go and buy it again. And you know, I think there's a bit of that. Plus, you know. There's always new games being pulled into stuff, and it's such still having new stuff released to it and new DLC for it. Um, 
and it's still such a well, polished that's it. game. They're online platform. They're online it's platform. All about yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. But look, GTA Five's online platform still strong now. Absolutely. Using this very professional segue, uh, we'll let John tell us more about what's coming to what they're going to do in Red Dead Redemption Two online. Okay, um, so yeah, uh, it's a little later this month. It's not out quite yet, but there are some things which will be coming. Um, the the online itself is still in beta, um, and even because of this, Rockstar have still, obviously as well as improving things, they've been adding things as well, which is a nice surprise. Uh, so from the 26th of this month, they're going to get some new features. That's going to include uh, some changes to the minimap, some weapons, and a new law and bounty system. Uh, and that's designed to reduce uh, and let's use this word very carefully, <laughs> uh, reduce in-game griefing. Uh, you can hear the shouts already of people saying it's not griefing, can't the, you? The word does get bandied about a bit too much, and I do agree with that, but griefing is a legitimate thing in-game, and if you're going out legitimately to just... Your aim in the game is to make somebody's day worse, then you're being a little bit of a um, But, okay, you do your thing. So the new system is going to mirror the single-player uh, experience, um, and if you commit a, a serious crime like a... Uh, like killing a player or killing their steed uh, if you do that outside of a structured in-game event it's going to result in a high bounty and uh, a reduction in your honor as well uh, so high bounties are going to result in an npc bounty hunting posse tracking you down a bit similar to like uh, elite dangerous is doing with the, uh, the tactical response units the atrs um so committing uh, dishonorable deeds is is going to kind of um make your dot appear darker light blue dots are going to represent honorable players and those will progressively get darker uh, as crimes are committed um so it'll at least make things easy to spot uh, in addition to that of course the the visibility of all player dots um is going to get reduced over long distances so um your map position won't display to other players unless you're uh, within 150 meters of them which is classed as nearby and if you're uh, slightly further away, you will appear, but only when firing your weapon. Uh, players in other towns or regions, uh, for example, won't be visible. Uh, and this is going to, they hope, prevent players from being uh, repeatedly targeted across the map at long distances. They hope. Uh, so Rockstar has gone on to as well to say that the changes are designed to minimize certain types, and this is a quote from them, to minimize certain types of destructive player behavior very politically put isn't it like not it's, let's it, not it is i think well I th i'm particularly pleased with the visibility of player dots because rick and i have had this sort of bugbear with the online mode so if we because we like we just spent a lot of time hunting but players would track would just look where you are on the map run over to you and kill you and now that's not quite as um yeah easy i mean for them, which is good it, i mean it was a to be fair I never really had those problems uh, until it was, you know, uh, if you unless you were going near to to players. If you're up in the mountains, if you came near to somebody, the chances are finding somebody they'd think that you were out to get them and they'd take the first shot at you. As far as griefing goes, um, I know with some of the ways that the game mechanics work, you know, you have to be dishonourable to get access to some of the um, uh, the missions. And one of the easiest ways to get your uh, to get your, uh, your dishonor up is to is to attack people and shoot people and shoot horses and things like that. So 
I know the players we're going around to achieve to get that level of notoriety uh, by just doing whatever they could and you know people got in the way of that but you know I've never had any salt from any interactions that kind of went a bit shooty I've never had any inter- uh, you know no no messages no get good scribble or anything like that um, yeah it was just it was just all fun well I've not played the online play- mode for a while actually so I mean maybe it's become more apparent now um, but yeah these changes should be interesting it um, tempts me to go back in it does it does tempt me to go back in again it's another game on the list of games to play I've got to finish the single player mode of that one still but, you, you, you know. do because it's spectacular I, and I know it, I know it, I do it bothers me a little bit that you've not because it is so good I, I know I need to finish it I need to set myself some time aside don't even get me started on map who doesn't have it because do not have game it. of the year game of the year but so yeah. good game of the year was it our game of the year I don't remember now so yeah, I think so. Uh, no, um, possibly. I think it might have been. You know, might well have been actually. It wasn't Fortnite. That was one thing I do remember. Yeah, Fortnite that wasn't even early in the top ten. Or Call of Duty because it didn't come out in 2018. Um, anyway, <laughs> bloody Fortnite. Um, so lots of pos- lots of positive changes coming to Red Dead. That's that's hopefully going to make it more appealing to players and keep the. I find people leave that leave. GTA and Red Dead online games if just because of uh, inverted commas squeakers running around and killing them um, that's not what I think but I think that's that's the general consensus for people with games like that so that should hopefully mediate some of that for them um, so go from good things in gaming to bad things in gaming um, Activision Blizzard have laid off hundreds of members of staff despite reporting strong performance and its best ever financial results um, they've axed players they've axed people across PC console and mobile gaming divisions Activision has detailed its financial performance for the fourth quarter of 2018 and the year overall and as part of this it noted it will increase development and investment in the biggest franchises enabling teams to accelerate the pace and quality of the content for their communities and supporting a number of new products initiatives um, it also cited that the number of developers that will be working on Call of Duty, Candy Crush, Overwatch, Warcraft, Hearthstone and Diablo in aggregate will increase approximately 20% over the course of 2019. Amidst, the, amidst these layoffs, uh, Activision Blizzard have increased the dividends it is paying to its shareholders by 9% and at the same time it has authorised a two-year stock repurchase programme these measures are intended to soften potential impact on their stock price but paint a negative picture when placed alongside the layoffs and despite the layoffs the returning chief financial officer dennis durkin received a signing on bonus worth around 15 million dollars and a salary of nine hundred thousand dollars a year dennis durkin already sounds like a bad guy it already sounds like a bad guy that is a bad guy name it's not a superhero name He's returned. He used to be CFO. Then he wasn't CFO for a while. Now he is CFO again, and apparently that's worth fifteen million in like stock and and obviously part of it. Ridiculous as well. This, um, is a, this is a bad day for gaming. This story. I thought. I felt. I felt sad when this when this popped up the other day. And it's and almost. Was... It's not quite, but it's almost eight hundred people mm. uh, have been let go. Shall we say? Yeah. Um, but the the the, the, um, the ambiguous second point the the it's it's um it's going to incre- 
in aggregate increase approximately 20% how many people it gets to work on games. That just means that they're going to make people working on Candy Crush work on Call of Duty. And to be fair, it kind of feels like they are already because Call of Duty is a toilet. Um, <laughs> think, but I don't know, it's just, just shareholders make money, people I mean, grafting lose money. I think it's, it's like they've sat there and saw EA go it, go it, upsetting people and gone, hold my beer. Hold my beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the thing I think, kind of it does it does hint to it in in our notes here, but the fact that they've let eight almost eight hundred people go, um, and they've said um, it's because you know things. Things went well, but you know things could have potentially been better. When they've had record revenue, this is record revenue for Activision Blizzard. Yeah, it's insane. And, and apparently, record revenue still wasn't good enough for these hundreds of people to keep their jobs. And I'm just a bit, especially well, you know, on top of that record revenue, you're giving somebody nine hundred. Nobody. Nobody needs nine hundred thousand dollars in a salary. That is. And I, I, this story, as I read it, when I put these notes together, I felt a little bit angry. And now we've talked about, it, I feel really angry about it. I think this is. It's, if, it's, you, if you've got enough to pay your people nine hundred thousand a year, how many that, different that, people that's working? Fine. You know, yeah. if, people, if people are doing the job, that's that's fine. But if you don't, if, if you like, if you've got to fire or let go almost 800 people for whatever reason then what you don't there's something there's something wrong there there's something terribly terribly wrong with what's happened there and my heart absolutely bleeds for all of the all of the staff who've got laid on because it's just not right they've worked their butts off they've got record revenue in the company because of the work that these people have done and they've left and then this new guy who's still an old guy but he changed jobs from what i remember don't quote me on this do a google i might not be right but i'm fairly i'm about 90 percent. he didn't even leave the company he was cfo then he went to another spot within the company doing another job and now he's returned as cfo and got more money than i will ever see in my entire life anyway let's let's let let's cool down a smidge and uh and I mean, I'm trying. What news are we going into now? Because if we're going into the Sony news, that is not going to calm anybody down. No, especially not me. Should we, should we, should we get it out of the way? I, I, well, I mean, I can tell well, you. Let, a right, bit let's more. let's keep I... the fires burning. Let's keep the fires burning. So, listeners, Sony Interactive Entertainment, or just Sony, we'll call them just Sony, have um, announced a new head of their gaming division, John Kadira. Um, no, John Kadir is leaving. John Kadir is leaving, and he will be just he will just take a step down and become deputy president. And he will dedicate his focus on creating innovative, innovative user experiences and further enhancing the network area. So Sony Online, the Sony Online network, um, his um, replacement was announced this week, and it's Jim Ryan, the longtime PlayStation executive who most recently served as deputy president of Sony Interactive, and will become the new president and CEO from the beginning of the fiscal year. So that's April the 1st, 2019. Um, and this is the bit that John has alluded to, which will perhaps 
ruffle some of our feathers is that uh, Ryan is known for his candid and sometimes controversial comments and interviews and in 2017 explained why Sony didn't at the time allow crossplay by saying doing so could potentially expose children to external influences and that, that it could di- not directly control. Uh, our boy Phil Spencer, big Phil, he responded by saying uh, that Brian's comments are unhealthy for the video game industry overall. And yeah. as we know, mm-hmm. Phil is very, very keen, very focused on crossplay, as we've seen with moves like the extending the Xbox Live network to other devices now. So, yeah, do we I feel mean, this is a step backwards, or do we think I worry this is going to be a step back? With, uh, with his comments, basically, basically saying that. Uh, or certainly alluding to Sony being the best at looking after children, and kind of that is a bit of a, a bit of a, a kick in the tank for Microsoft because obviously Microsoft do what they can uh, to protect kids online, and saying that they don't is is a bit gauche. But especially, especially making that kind of statement about people like Nintendo, mm. who go absolutely above and beyond sometimes annoyingly sometimes annoyingly beyond to make sure kids are safe online and to say that oh we can't control the nintendo network so we don't want to expose children to potential external influences that is that is moving from a a kick in the tank to a kick directly to the twins um for people like them um so yeah, I mean everybody's been, forward. everybody's been really quite excited because Sony have been uh, I'm not gonna say playing ball because they've been doing they've been doing really well. They they had seemed to have changed their attitude to crossplay. Um, which pretty much the entire gaming community is calling for. People want mm-hmm. to play together. Um, but it it looks with this guy like it might end up taking a few steps back because he has historically been quite against it i mean it's funny because this story literally came out uh the, i think it was the the morning after uh we talked about the new um uh worldwide studios boss of sony um yes absolutely going, yeah. going on going on about how he how he, how he envisaged envisaged even this uh, post-console world where everything would be more united than previously. Now, if you're having a guy that's coming through and saying this uh, uh, back in uh, when was it? It was 2017. Yeah, so, it, was a, it was a year or two. Yeah, yeah, two years ago. Um, I mean, there's been a bit of change that's gone through, but there's not been much change. Why is he going to want to turn around and carry on as the president and CEO to expose those uh, external influences if he considers them to be so apparent? He's, he's either got to admit that he was wrong or say that he's changed his mind. Well, that, well that's, that's nobody it. Nobody really likes doing either of those things. This is true. We have, we have mentioned in the past how stubborn Sony have been over various different sort of formats of things. Um, and, you know, it's not played into their hands in the past. And by God, they've got to learn from their mistakes that have happened. Uh, and, you know, you know, it's pointless even looking at it like that and saying, "Oh, I can't come. I, I can't control uh, the directly control what's going through." Well, you, you could, you kind of can, because surely there's going to have to be some kind of arrangement between the ones using uh, crossplay that says, if somebody's reported on this, it gets reported directly through the 
uh, the platform that they are playing on, rather than you having to go on to Microsoft and report somebody for their game attack through some other means. Uh, well, report, governments report. can share that sort of information. I'm sure a couple of gaming companies could. Uh, yeah, you'd hope. I mean, this guy's yeah. banned on Xbox for doing this horrible thing. Let's yeah. ban him on it all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, once it gets fed through, then you know the ban list could update across all platforms. Um, you know, there is that level of cooperation that needs to be, and if, if Sony aren't willing to do it, then that takes one of the major players out of out of that loop. Um, hopefully, with the new stuff, like, if they don't decide to jump on it now and get through with it, they are going to be behind for the rest of gaming. That that That's the, the end all, because it's going so multiplayer now that if Sony then just reverts back to being single-player, with no multiplayer action, there's a lot of players that will go off to a different format. I mean, if you look at it, even as, as I mentioned, Nintendo historically have all been right. We're going to protect the kids, and we're going to make it so that you need this sixteen-digit code if you add me as a friend, and and all of this. And if if Nintendo are happy to get Xbox Live rolling out across its platforms, then you know they they're not going to have just gone. Oh yeah, it'll probably be all right, won't it? Yeah, you know, they've looked into things. <laughs> they're gonna nobody, yeah. nobody in Nintendo has gone. Yeah, well, they've got a lot of money. They'll probably. Well, I mean, the other thing is the the report system has has always been there and functioned on on Xbox. It's always been a good way to make sure that if you if you come across bad sorts, you have a way to deal with them without mm. resorting to sending you know provocative text messages. Um. It's it's always been in place and it's being utilised. So if that's there and that's set up, it's it's a good method to go through. Nintendo have to be uh, understanding that that will allow them to go through. Whether they allow then a a more streamlined process for adding friends on uh, uh, on Nintendo, mm. um, they might do. Um, obviously, with with the stories of things like um, oh, here's a nice link for you, uh, Roblox. Uh, with the yeah. um, the, yeah, the, con- problems, the content, yeah, that had some problems with with content. Now, is that yeah. PlayStation as well as Xbox, or is that just on Xbox or Roblox? I think it's just Xbox. Is it just Xbox? Okay, fair enough. I mean, obviously, the yeah. Check. Yeah, um, you know, when it, when it's through like that and there's stuff like that going on in games, you, you can kind of understand the hesitancy. But in the same sense, if the report functions there and this works for the Xbox side of things. All it takes is a little sharing of those report files to to make sure that that person is no longer, you know, utilised. I mean, even more than that, as well as the report function, Xbox since kind of certainly since the 360 Mm. has had the option just to not play against somebody because you didn't particularly like playing against them, and you could do it so you didn't like report them for doing something totally heinous mm-hmm. but you could rate a player and say no I didn't I didn't enjoy playing against this person uh, and then afterwards in online matchmaking if there was a choice they wouldn't put you with that person mm-hmm. um, so stuff like that is has been in place for some time yeah um, exactly and yeah Roblox uh, R- Roblox we don't we don't have Roblox in this house it's not a not a particularly nice place um but yeah, the, the, every, everything has the potential for there to be somebody on it who's being a bit of an arse, or maybe a total arse, if you want to use strong language. Um, 
but it's it's what the companies do when people are proven to be an arse, I think, that matters. And I think Microsoft have <clears throat> proven, and definitely, obviously, Nintendo have proven that um, they, you know, their platforms don't really have much to worry about. If there's something bad happening, they will do what they can to root it out. Yeah. No, I it, think that's fair to say. It, it is good to see. And, and obviously, that level of cooperation carried on through crossplay would see it becoming even more safer. So. Uh, just to point out as well, I'm not saying that Sony don't have that in place, because obviously they do, but it just doesn't make much sense to assume that for any reason the others don't. Well, I think what we're saying is, is that all of the platforms have, have proven they have the tools, yeah. which one of those platforms is kind of sitting there stubbornly not wanting to play. Yeah, it's weird, because stuff like, stuff like Rocket League obviously has PC, Xbox, and Wii crossplay, and it's... it's I think uh, it's not... It, <laughs> did, it, did it not? Did it not go full crossplay with PlayStation quite recently? Like yes, uh, very very recently, January uh, February time. And the latest updates have meant that you can actually then make friends and play against friends who are on different platforms as well. So yeah. that's going through, but it's it was only pushed through uh, because of the sort of beta that went through for Fortnite and Rocket League have been clamoring all over Sony for 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 getting Rocket League playable against everything. Um, yeah, I mean, I spoke yeah. to, I um, can't remember her name now, but she's one of the mm. uh, one of the um, higher ups on the communications team, uh, mm. Psionics, um, uh, and we were talking about Rocket League because Rocket League was outside the uh, Jurassic World premiere, uh, mm -hmm. along with Frontier. So, having a natter with them and the fact that they said it, you know, it's harder to make sure that there's not crossplay. Because as we saw with Fortnite as well, it was very easy for there to be an accident. And if mm -hmm. you forget to tick one box, and if you forget to specifically turn it off, then you can have it. So it is harder to take it out than it is to put it in these days. Yeah, uh, for everyone at home, John had inverted commas, I believe, when he said accident during that Fortnite bit. I mean, I'm not with <laughs> yeah, it. I, I heard uh, those. I heard those. I too. heard those inverted commas. But I think, I, I mean, what we could, we could talk about this until the cows, the sheep, the pigs, everything comes home because we want to. So much it, that's clear. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we, just because we mentioned it earlier, let's let's just let's cl let's clean up, finish the news. Um, Roblox and PewDiePie. Yeah, Pew PewDiePie. Um, I'm not. I don't. I know that we obviously we're running a YouTube. I can't really poo poo it. Um, but I'm I'm not hugely into uh, Mr. DePie or Mr. Pie or whatever whatever he'd like to be known as respectfully. Um, but yes, uh, there's been some social media backlash. Um, so uh, he got banned from Roblox. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I've done some looking up online, and there's not a great deal that explains why he actually got banned. But Basically. it seems to be. Um, stemming from when he recommended people go and view a channel um and obviously apparently he didn't know this is this is what he said uh, he didn't know that they had but this channel that he recommended for people was quite anti-semitic um he's on for this as well the, hasn't the, he? the other one the other one that has come out from this though so i've read a bit on this as well is that um it seems that uh pewdy uh, as a as a phrase has become a, a meme or something going around on on Roblox. 
So this is becoming more apparent. And there was that whole spate where, um, I've seen it in the press recently, but loads of printers started printing out all these web-connected printers, just started randomly printing out stuff and promotions for PewDiePie. Uh, and somebody yeah. was hacking all these all these printers, and it was just printing this stuff randomly. And um, as a result of these these things coming, they they tagged PewDie uh, as a as a bannable bit of text. And of course, that means that PewDiePie's tag, which has PewDie in, was tagged up in this text, and he received that instant ban from it or something like that. Yeah, um, I mean, there's yeah. there's been this whole uh, push from his uh, followers because apparently. Apparently, when you get to the size that this chap is, you get in wars about who's in first place on like streaming and YouTube, and like I'd just be I'd just be happy to be getting paid for it, to be honest. Um, but he's in this kind of um, not spat, but in a, in a competition with a, a different uh, content creator, um, and there's been this huge push by his fans. Um, I'd say recent it was in the last ten years, so recently. Um, and there's been this whole subscribe to PewDiePie thing and it's just been absolutely everywhere um, and I don't fully understand it because I'm old and grumpy um, but part of it I think as well has been spamming people have been spamming it everywhere so which is yeah. one reason why it's, it's happened but um, you know people have been saying you know there's, there's been no public warning at all um, this kind of stuff isn't uh, listed at all within the rules why is there uh, why is there this ban um, so other users also said that they'd received bans just for mentioning his name mm. um, but it has now his, his account's been reinstated uh, and Roblox have said that the ban was incorrect um, so it's uh, it's a bit odd um, mm. it's, it's, I, I don't I don't really understand it but yeah there was there was a, a bit of a weird subscriber war going on and it got spammed a lot but yeah the long story short is his ban's been um his ban has been lifted uh, one thing that we Ooh. didn't mention in the news is that dead mouse dead mouse five however you want to pronounce his name the um let's call him a musician um has been banned from twitch for using really? phobic really? Um, uh. and he used the three letter slur uh, that obviously will not deign to, to mention and give any airtime to um, but he wasn't having any of it and he's um, put up a huge kind of uh, rant online which I think he's since taken down uh, basically saying how it's stupid and it's not that bad and everything whereas quite a few people I think myself included really just agree that you know it you say it yeah but it's not a good thing apologize for it move on admit that you made a mistake and that you shouldn't have done it it's not earth shattering to you know say something bad once we all learn lessons i'm sure we've all said something bad at some point in the past it's just learning no, it's important uh steve i'm pretty sure i have some of yours recorded so uh be careful whoa <laughs> yeah, all right, fair enough. We've given we've given PDP, yeah, as I am forever going to call him in a fair time. Yes, um, definitely have. That, that'll do me. That'll do me. And yeah. um, 
that was this week's news. Actually, quite a lot to talk about. Not many stories, but some big things happening and a lot of rage from the team. Um, especially, especially Dennis Durkin. But let's not go back. Let's not go back. Um, well, let's go to our everyone's favourite segment, though, now. Um, brief, brief, brief again this week, but there is some good news, some community news coming for you. We'll tell you about it more in Discussion Dangerous. The Federal Intelligence Agency has revealed that a nuclear weapon was taken from an unregistered outpost discovered last week where dozens of personnel were gunned down by unknown perpetrators. The portable warhead, codenamed the Lucifer device, is believed to possess enough power to destroy an entire city. The Ambrose Foundation has confirmed that Lady Talitha Ambrose is missing, that the family's entire fortune has been lost. Believing that Lady Talitha has been kidnapped as part of the theft, the family has employed the Wall Glass Investigations Agency to locate the missing heiress. A campaign held by the Holloway Bioscience Institute to build a xenological research centre has concluded successfully. The new planetary outpost will be used to study life forms identified by the galactic community. In other news, a number of priceless artefacts spanning centuries of artistic history have been stolen from the Museum of Civilization on Mars. In each case, the works were replaced with the image of a winking cat. And finally, the Atlas Research Group has called for shipments of military materials to increase security in the Maroc system. The initiative started with pledges from Atlas that public safety in the face of continued Thargoid activity remains a priority. Detach confirmed. Regulate speed until outside the exclusion zone. This winking cat has, has appeared a few times in um yeah. in the in, in the in-game news. I don't know if you, you guys have noticed it. You have done. Uh, there's a there's a subtle there's a subtle thing going on here, and I, I'm sure it's just mm. someone in in the frontier offices having a bit of a laugh. I mean, I, I mean, we could turn on Rick's um. Tinfoil hat, uh, tin hat and get a machine. Oh, no. and, uh, Wait, let me go get it. Go go <laughs> and see see what he can think of. But I've Raxler. noticed this this winking cat is what Raxler. It's Raxler. Tell you, tell see, you for I, free. I think that cats. One of the predominant things, one of the first thing that you notice about cats is they the smell legs. Oh okay. Oh no. That's one of the first things I noticed about a cat when I see got Matt back in his box with his SpaceX. Yeah, I mean, seriously, they've also got a tail and they have fur all over them. To be honest, I'd probably the first thing I'd notice would be the colour of their fur rather than them having legs. I they're think an animal that walks on a, on a planet with gravity. Of course they've got legs. They don't walk around like a snake. It wouldn't be a cat then. It would be a snake. Snakes don't walk around like snakes. Exactly. Snakes, they slither. If, you had to get, if a cat didn't have any legs, it would slither. Therefore, if a cat's got got to walk around it's got to have legs exactly but you don't have a snake in I'm, no, I'm stopping it we're not we're not going down a space legs bloody tangent rabbit hole again no it's not it's cats not, it's, have legs it's, it's not it's not about legs rabbits I mean, have legs too oh shut up big powerful legs uh, <sighs> sometimes you wish you were close enough down the internet just to reach out and just give a little backhand um well, that's the first time physical violence has been threatened to a member of the team. Um, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it, Rick. However, I don't endorse threatening members of the team. You know and what, Rick? The... That idea's got legs. I do just have legs, yeah. 
Uh, anyway, Rick, Rick on. I'm on my way. I'll pick you up. Yeah, see, um, see, I told you. I told you. <laughs> Um, uh, well, one yeah, last no. thing on the lead before. Yeah. No, I'm not letting it happen, Rick. We're not talking okay. about space I, legs. I, I wasn't We're not. Talk about space Bad, legs. Rick. I had another idea for space legs, Rick. Nobody uh, wants to uh, it. was my other idea for the winking cat. Oh, go on then. So glad okay. you pronounced that correctly. Go on. Yeah, I know. So, um, I mean, obviously they've had little things like the. Um, I wanted to say Daphne and Celeste, but that was the wrong thing. Uh, the the you know the the the, the player centric story that amounts amounted to Harry Potter blowing the person up when they were supposed to be there and they said they were there to protect them uh, so it was a, what was what, what was their name Salome incident Salome incident that was the name of the bugger yeah so well, not, so, not Daphne and Celeste not, not, not Daphne and Celeste at all but I don't know what that was. you ain't got yeah. no alibi yeah I, I just, just Google Google uh, oh which one was it uh, was it Reading 99 or Reading I was 2000, there. where they, it was where they went 2001. on. Yeah, and they went on before Slipknot. So the crowd was in, 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 invertibly. In, 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 well, um, I can't think of pronouncing it. I was there, they lasted, all, they lasted almost a whole five minutes. It was I know. fair it, play it, to them. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd have been mad at my booking agent if that's what happened to me. But again, <laughs> yeah, we digress. This been bought I'm so lost. I'm so um, lost. Oh, it's hilarious. Google it. It was. It, they, they performed admirably i have to say and this is for daphne and celeste um but yeah so th- something like that where they've they've built up the storyline going through there's been various different things there's obviously some kind of criminal element at work uh, around the galaxy uh whose signature is the winking cat you know it's like the pink panther or you know the man from milk tray just leaves a little image behind um the man from milk tray yeah 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 you know you know, the milk tray dude. Um, but yeah, it could be something like that. They're, they're going to build it up and there's going to be some kind of mass hunt for something or someone. Who knows? Anything. But no, I, 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 but I can, I can, hit, I can get on board slightly. I'll, I'll put one foot on the on the boat. Okay. Stop it, Rocket. Let, let's just keep our eyes peeled for more winking cats. And that, that was a terrible pun. Um, one last thing of elite news I've, I'm, I'm going to bring up is that our good friends over at, at the Hudson Orbital Trucker, Truckers have announced another elite community meet for this year. It's going to be held on April the 20th at the Manchester Renaissance Hotel. Um, they, it's standard affair if you've been to one before. Uh, us three have, and it was a, a, a bloody good day um, they, they, uh, they socialise play games they do some of their, their live radio show in front of you while raising a bit of money for special effects and hearing dogs um, I, I believe we, we, we've chatted about going but I don't know if I'm I mean it's quite it's quite soon actually um, but if you are if you do have an opportunity you can get to Manchester on April the 20th do go and have a good time they take a lot of things they take some they take some PCs with Elite setup and VR. They sometimes take another VR setup with other games for you to have a muck around on. Um, board games. I've come for the last two with their their setups. I played um, an accessible controller version of Rocket League uh, mm. when I was there last. I didn't do too badly playing with playing with my cheek. Um, it's uh, it's tricky. It really gives you kind of a, a bit of a a, a look into. Mm. Uh, the lengths that special effect go to in order to uh, to help people play but one thing that I will say I think um, you did mention that they raise a bit of money for special effect 
Um, oh, yeah. This is generally thousands, thousands yeah. of pounds uh, with the um, the auction that goes over there. And I'm going to shout out to Jester because Jester buys pretty much all of the tickets, God bless him. Um, <laughs> so he, uh, he wins a lot of stuff usually. But I've won a couple of bits and pieces, and I know there's mm-hmm. loads of stuff there. There's music CDs, there's signed posters, and and all sorts that they get from everywhere. It's uh, they even have some um, some pre-release tech every now and then, mm-hmm. uh, depending on um, how things. I know they had one of the kind of latest gaming mice mouses. That gaming mouse, so that that, that yeah. guy who won it, his face. Oh, he loved it. Yeah, he got the he got the cream. Um, but yeah, it is amazing, and they've had Artemis as well at the last two. Um, yes, and Artemis, Artemis is great, is grand. basically Star Trek bridge. Um, but that is that is absolutely cracking, and mm. I'll be doing what I can to get there. Hopefully, we'll be able to. It all depends on ticket prices and, and availability and everything. Um, but hopefully, uh, shall be there myself. And if I am, of course, I will be trying to see if we can take up a crate of beer or two um, for the folks there, like we normally do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it is a brilliant day. I absolutely love it. The Frontier team do generally send uh, two or three people. They're not there in an. But Will, official... Will Flanagan has confirmed he is going. Yeah, they're not there in in uh, kind of an official. Oh, we're Frontier. We're here to answer your questions. Capacity. But they there. won't answer your questions. We know. We've tried. You get, you get the waggy finger of doom. The waggy finger. Of doom. I'm, finger of I'm doom. very much used to the waggy. I think. Finger. I think everybody is. I think Zach sprained his finger whacking it his last time. Because <laughs> we asked that many questions, he refused to answer. Part of it was also the fact that he was using that finger to beat me at that dice flicking game that they well, had you, there. You were. You, you, your aim was. He was a natural at that. He may have done. We can't confirm. But um, yeah, that's Elite Meat. You should go. Definitely check it out. Look it up. Get on Facebook. Um, look on the Hutton Orbital Truckers page. If we can get an advert, we'll put it out for you as well. It's it will it's always a guaranteed good day out, and it's a great way to meet uh, other gamers and generally just have a wonderful afternoon. Especially as LaveCon, um, I know we said that there might be tickets. I think by the time that the podcast actually went out, uh, which obviously the day after recording, I think they'd already sold out. Um, They're going to have to look for a new venue. I think <laughs> they are. <laughs> They're doing very well with that. Um, well, that's that's. I suppose that's this week's that, that's this week's elite dangerous news. Unless anyone has any other business. No, I'm just out exploring at the moment. I've done a little bit of exploration uh, this week and getting some uh, some new systems under my belt. I'm trying to get up as high as I can go uh, on the galactic plane, but we'll we'll see. There should be some good screenshots coming from it over on the uh, social media. Wunderbar. Right. Well, that was that was another fantastic week of pvp with you guys let's uh let's let's say goodbye to everybody what are we gonna have how are you gonna say goodbye rick bye-bye standard conventional yeah. i loved it john yeah. goodbye um yeah i suppose i <laughs> said more casual more aloof more casual makes, yeah. makes well, you want what, more what, what did you want what did you want well thank a you a, a wink thank and a wave. children for joining us on this great adventure we've had this week <laughs> So uh, Guinness to turn up. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what yeah. I wanted. Well, you want it, you know. Before this gets out of hand, thanks Jeremy for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. <laughs>